listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates thanks to concordia university wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour find out more about concordia university wisconsin at cuw.edu today we have the opportunity to check in and learn more about what's going on in lcms office of international mission with our partners around the globe joining me today the reverend dr Corey rajek eurasia regional director for lcms office of international mission dr rajek thanks so much for joining me in the studio thank you for having me it's always great when we can get an update especially face to face and hear what's going on the lord's work around the world and particularly in your region of Eurasia. What are some of the countries where the LCMS has work currently happening in Eurasia? Well, Eurasia is, geographically speaking, the largest region of OIM. So we we have some work going on in, in Iceland. We have work going on all the way down to India. Some work in the Middle East. Some of the exciting work that is just starting out that we're working toward is is Israel. We have uh, the beginnings of a mission plant there, which is really exciting. Yeah, we have work, as I said, in Iceland, where we have someone there that is looking at at planting a church there, which is exciting. We have work uh, going on in Italy, in in Rome. We're planting a church there, so there's a lot of exciting work, especially in the Eastern European theater. That's there, there are so many people that that want to hear and are eager to hear the message of Jesus Christ. Wow. That being the largest geographic region for international mission and just the broad spectrum of countries and cultures that are served in that, I'm sure that at times can be challenging being regional director for so many different uh, countries and cultures. Whereas, you know, thinking about like Latin America, where there are very similar overlapping cultures, it's probably a little bit easier to relate to everybody across that region. Do you find it challenging trying to connect and relate to everybody in the region, the Eurasia region? Yeah, it is a challenge, but it's, you know, every experience, every opportunity is new. And probably the the most challenging part is dealing with the different cultures and the different languages, quite frankly where our missionaries coming onto the field, one of the things that we we really value is language acquisition. And when you have so many different languages that the missionary, you know, that in essence you have to encourage the missionary to learn, we're in, say, Latin America, where you have, for the most part, Spanish and Portuguese. But in Eurasia, we've got, you know, Italian, French, Czech, Romanian, Slovak, Latvian, that's where I live. So there's a, there are a lot of challenges that, pre, that presents us. But, you know, the message of Jesus Christ really does surpass all of that, and, and these people are just eager to hear it. Wow. So what would you say is the largest mission project of the Eurasia region? Without a doubt, the largest mission project is the Riga Luther Academy. And it was formerly known as the Livonian Project, and it is our English stream. It's a regional seminary, and we COVID forced the seminary to go online, but we really value in-person education. And so we're kind of shifting a little bit now and offering that in-person educational opportunity to our students. What has been your involvement with Luther Academy in Riga? 
Originally, when I came onto the mission field, I was a professor for for the seminary. And then later on, I was appointed to be the associate regional director and now the regional director. And my role as regional director is not only working with our partner churches and maintaining those relationships, kind of being the touch point between the LCMS and our partner churches, but also to to help and serve our missionaries as well. But that also includes overseeing the Riga Luther Academy. So I see my role as, as helping to provide the resources that the seminary needs to continue the mission of forming pastors who will then go into their various parts of the world and bring the message of Jesus Christ, word and sacrament ministry. And that's really what we're doing, and that's what we're about, is training training up pastors so that they can bring the word and sacrament to the people throughout the world. What would you say have been some marks of progress that you've seen in this large mission project with Luther Academy? Well, some of the pro- some of the the progress and things that we've seen is we we've seen really a transformation in our students. They've become very very knowledgeable of Lutheran doctrine and Lutheran teaching. We've identified some of the students that we think would be superior theologians in the future and I think will contribute greatly to the fabric of Lutheranism. And so we're excited for that. There are some wonderful students and with wonderful minds. And and I think that there's a lot of opportunity there to to provide greater teaching and greater depth to to the world in, in, as it pertains to the gospel. How would you say Lutherans are perceived and received in Latvia and the surrounding communities that, that are served by Luther Academy? Well, Latvia is kind of unique in the sense that that the Lutheran Church, the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Latvia, our sister church, is kind of the dominant church in Latvia. The majority, prior to the Soviet occupation of Latvia in the 1940s when they came in, Latvia was primarily a Lutheran country. It's interesting if you go back in history, Lutheranism really came to Latvia in 1522. That's, if you do the math there, that's five years after Luther nailed the 95 Theses. And so here you have this primarily Lutheran country that, that really has a long and rich tradition. The Soviets really promoted atheism, and so the church kind of went underground a bit and, and was persecuted during that time. But since that time has really begun to flourish and grow. And, and maybe not so much just Lutheranism, but also more specifically the LCMS. I've just recently in the past few weeks had two groups of people, one a lay group and another a pastor group, that have approached me. And they've, they've seen the LCMS as being the mantle of Lutheranism. And they said, we want to partner with you in creating an independent Lutheran church in our country because we recognize the LCMS as being the banner for Lutheranism. Wow. 
You mentioned the church in Latvia. Who are the partner churches? Are there other partners that you have in the mission field, particularly working with you on the Luther Academy? Primarily, it is a partnership between the LCMS and the Latvian Lutheran Church. We do, or we're working toward getting some of our of our partner churches involved by way of teaching. So, for example, we're going to be in the upcoming convention. We're going to be declaring fellowship officially, ratifying it, I guess, with uh, with uh, the Finnish diocese, and and they will. We've got people in there, scholars in there, who are eager and looking forward to perhaps partnering with us in teaching at the Luther Academy. So primarily it's the Latvian church and mainly the LCMS that are involved in it, but we hope to get other partner churches involved as well. What would you say are the needs of the LCMS and partner churches in Eurasia region this year and looking forward to the future? So I guess the needs right now, specifically for Luther Academy, we need specialized instructors looking for people with skills in Greek and Hebrew to be instructors for our students. But we're also looking for people who are willing to teach English as a second language. The Luther Academy is is completely taught in English, and so English is a requirement. Uh, some of our students, while they know some English, really do need tutoring. And so we need tutors to help us and to help them so that they can then hear the gospel and be able to communicate it then in their own communities, in their own tongue. Very good. Any other updates or anything else you'd like for us to know from the field in Eurasia as we wrap up our time together today? Well, other than just praying for the mission, praying for for the opportunity in Eurasia, praying for the end to the Ukraine war, that's a big thing. We're working a lot with the Ukrainian refugees. The, the old Latin school in Wittenberg has been a wonderful success. The Ukrainians, refugees that are there are being baptized, they're being catechized, they're, they're hearing the message, some of them for the first time. So this is a great opportunity, even in the midst of of all of the turmoil that's going on. Here they are living amongst death and hearing the word of life. And so so I guess praying for that continued opportunity to share word and sacrament ministry to not only these people, but everybody throughout the world. My guest today, the Reverend Dr. Corey Rajek, Eurasia Regional Director for the LCMS Office of International Mission. Dr. Rajek, thanks so much for being my guest. My pleasure. Thank you. You can learn more about the Lord's work internationally by visiting international.lcms.org. And you can learn more about opportunities to serve by visiting servenow.lcms.org. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon.